Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Disney with the Ducks, live from Duck Studios around the nation. Tonight, um, I'm your host, John Crawl, and I've got with me Lonnie. Hello, everybody. Kevin. Hey, y'all. How are y'all? Jody. Hi, everybody. And Jeff. Hey, guys. All right. So this is episode number 40. So we are turning over the hill as a podcast. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I can't believe we made it this far. And uh, yeah. I, I don't know your guys' thoughts, but I'm, I'm pretty surprised that we stuck with this whole year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now we're getting into that midlife crisis mode where we are going to talk about some travel that's been done recently by some of the members of the Duck Flock. Um, but before that, I think Jody had a question she wanted to ask the group. Yeah, so my favorite holiday is coming up. Um, I get that some of you all say it's a day, but for me, it's a it's a it's a fall feeling of gratitude and Thanksgiving, and um, I love that Thursday. I love everything about it. I love that there's no other pressure of a million things to do. You just get to eat, drink, and be merry. And so, um, cooking is really important to us and our family. So maybe that has something to do with it. But I was just curious, out of my fellow ducks here, what is your very favorite Thanksgiving food? So who wants to go first? Well, we know John's probably going to cheat. So why don't we let him get his cheating out of the way? Then we can kind of just copy it as he goes. There you go. Okay. So I'm going to say my favorite food is the stuffing, um, which is a real bummer now that I can't eat bread anymore. But that's beside the point. <laughs> I dream about Thanksgiving stuffing and gravy that goes with it. I I'm not really a big turkey fan. Um, so I'll have a little bit just for, you know, the tradition. But God, the stuffing is the absolute best. But beyond that, my other favorite food for Thanksgiving is bourbon. Um, it goes with everything. It's very fallish. Um, and it helps you get through those awkward family gatherings, you know, and you know, you guys all are probably involved in some of those where topics come up that really aren't needed to be discussed with a group of 25 adults, um, especially on a holiday like that. So, but anyway, long story short, I love stuffing, but also, you know, as a appetizer, you have to have shrimp cocktail. Like that has been a staple in our family since I can remember. And I, I have to have it every Thanksgiving to kind of kick things off, get my stomach ready, you know, make, make him aware that it's coming and he better be prepared to work today. So yeah. And now that, now that John has answered three yeah. different things. And then John's like dessert and for dessert. <laughs> you got to have the pumpkin pie. So, John, let me clarify. You said stuffing. Now stuffing technically means that it should be inside of the bird and dressing tech means that it is not inside of the bird. So are you a stuffing or a dressing person? You know. we, we typically, when we're preparing our turkey, we put, uh, we follow the Snoop Dogg recipe, which is amazing. Uh, you got to look it up and, and follow it, but it involves like putting citrus in there. <laughs> so you've got lemons and oranges, things like that. So there's not a lot of room for bread to be put in there. Um, so we make it on the side separate. I mean, honestly, I'll even eat the stovetop dressing in like July. It's, it's just, it's one of my, my favorite foods. John, are there any herbs? So, so you're gonna <laughs> there is, there is herbs. some really good herb in the Snoop Dogg uh, turkey. <laughs> yep so you're so and, you're just uh, sticking yeah. balls up in there like oranges yeah. lemons basically just, anything just... spherical anything spherical is going in there <laughs> okay. all right how about you <laughs> i before i go i will say this John made a good point about the that that person in the family 
you know, a lot of times to say it's a drunk uncle or whatever. But if you're the person or you're in that family and you don't know who the person is that everybody's talking about, tend to one it's you. I'll just leave that <laughs> out. Right. So I have a moment of introspection and realize you're that person. Uh, for I us, all of you have that really, don't, don't they? And that's why Gene's not here today. Exactly. <laughs> there you exactly. go. There you go. Now Poor you know. Gene. Now you know. So we go with a um, a seafood dressing. Uh, it's made with shrimp and crab meat, and it's awesome. So that's something that's a staple um, every Thanksgiving and Christmas, if I'm lucky. So uh, that's my favorite. Good deal. That sounds delicious, Lonnie. I'm actually writing down seafood dressing so I can investigate mm -hmm. this. That sounds really good. Yeah. All right, Kevin, what about yours? So mine... I'm going to cheat a little bit, but uh, I'm going to go with the turkey leg. That's kind of my tradition. Growing up, I always went for the turkey leg. It's, it's kind of what everybody saves for me. They, I get the turkey leg at the... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so I get the turkey leg. That's my favorite. And uh, for my dessert, I'll always have to have pumpkin pie. So for me, it's not Thanksgiving without that. And um, it's just a staple. My mom makes it really, really good. I'm really, really appreciate getting it, and I look forward to it every year. So that's mine. And oh, and with Cool Whip on the top. Okay, I was literally just going to ask that because that's an important distinction that very people important. get fired up for. And it has to be. It can be frozen. It's got to be like in the refrigerator. You can't have it out too long. It's got to be the right temperature. Man, we really shouldn't have uh, talked about all this when I was this hungry already to start. <laughs> Which I guess is any time. But uh, okay, Jeff, what about you? What's your favorite go-to at Thanksgiving? So I'm one of these people, and since everybody else is cheating, I'm going to cheat too. But um, I have some OCD tendencies on occasion, and some of it revolves around food and how things are placed on plates. So my Thanksgiving plate is like a layer of mashed potatoes, then corn, then noodles, then turkey, then gravy over everything. So it's just kind of, so it's really one food because I eat it all together. So it's full carbs, yes. And then I sleep really good for about two hours afterwards. But since it's all in one pile that I eat together, I consider it one food. So it's like a bowl of love. Mashed potatoes, corn, your famous noodles that you've educated us all on, and turkey and gravy, that's the layers? Yes. And then you have the rolls on top for the extra gravy and stuff. So. And, you know, uh, I don't consider corn a vegetable. I consider it just a starch. So that's just part I'm okay of the category. So. Right. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> So, so Jody, since, you know, I didn't cheat, everyone else did, what's your favorite? Let's see if you're going to try to push the envelope or you're going to go with one. Like the assignment said, Jeff just said basically all the Thanksgiving dinner. That's what he said. That's what he said. One pile. Nobody said cranberries, which is shocking to me. I'm not, but that's not my answer. Um, so I, we, Tim and I have been hosting Thanksgiving since the year we got married. So we kind of took over that holiday um, and we've learned quite a bit over the years, you know, whether to stuff or not stuff the turkey. But there's one thing we have done every single year that we've become kind of famous for. And we make our dressing um in muffin tins so we call them stuffettes is the name that we've oh, got cool. because i love the a they're individual portion sized and then i always make extra and freeze half of them and then um throughout the year then i can pull out a couple 
throughout the year. Like if I roast a chicken or whatever, we can have little stuffettes on the side, but they get really nice and crispy on the top. And then they're still, I have enough moisture on the inside. They're delicious that way. So we call them, we've named them stuffettes. Um, and that, that is, is a really favorite. good idea. Yeah. It's famous for, um, to the point that we get our carpets cleaned uh, every Monday before Thanksgiving week on the day the kids go back to school, I call the carpet cleaners and schedule them to arrive at Thanksgiving. And Jeff, our carpet cleaner, has been our carpet cleaner since the beginning of time. And he knows when he comes to our house Thanksgiving week that all of my bread will be laying out on the dining room table, getting ready to prepare for the dressing. So it's it's a big to-do here, um, our stuffettes and our, our dressing. So um, they are absolutely positively my favorite. Now, I am going to cheat a little bit, Lonnie, because I do... <laughs> hold on. just I'm just saying... I do prefer to add just a tiny little bit of my homemade um, cranberry sauce, just a tiny little bit of it to the side of my stuffette or some of my homemade gravy that has got some, it's got some good white wine and some lemon zest and good things like that. So sometimes I, I need to dip a little bit of my stuff up into either one of those, almost like a condiment though. Not as a, yeah. not as that's, a not a that's not cheating. Yeah. So, that's, that's, yeah, that's not cheating. That's not cheating at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's not you know what I just thought of that nobody mentioned that I is another one I love at Thanksgiving is like either yams or sweet potatoes with maple oh. syrup and like marshmallows on top. No because marshmallows. Because it's a vegetable, you have to make it a little bit unhealthy somehow. No, no marshmallows. We do have a con crisp on ours. Ooh, like a that's a good idea. Yeah, but no yeah, marshmallows. That, sound, that sounds so good. All right. Now I'm, I'm super excited for Thanksgiving coming up. Um, but yeah, do, do the rest of you guys host Thanksgivings too? I know, Jody, you said you do. No. no. Yeah, we alternate. So this year we'll be at my parents. My parents used to do it, and apparently somehow I inherited it uh, now that they're, you know, advanced age and not able to prepare for it. But this year we're not just because Katie being sick and stuff. But yeah, I I usually love it because I can have, you know, you don't want to be, like you said earlier, the drunk uncle. But I can have a few beverages and not worry about it because I don't have to drive anywhere. So I could just watch the Lions lose and uh, have some some beverages and listen to my uncles and dad argue about politics. It's great. So, <laughs> all right. Fun. I always that, that's whenever you know why you miss the Lions. That's that's kind of a tradition too. Just everybody sitting around watching the team that nobody knows any of the players, but it's still fun <laughs> to watch. Can it, and you pass out from all the trip to fans. So yep, it's per- it's like the perfect day. Joey, yeah. I'm with you, but Joey. it is it is the perfect day. Christmas is a beautiful several month celebration which may start in december john (laughs) i'm gonna still do it in december (laughs) um all right so uh with the holiday coming up that's awesome but you know what november brings is wine and dine festival to uh to disney world so we wanted to talk tonight and review jeff your recent trip down to walt disney world and we're recording this in mid-november and i think you just got back a couple days ago right correct yep um we left the beginning of november um the dates of that we took off flew out on wednesday the second and we got back home really early in the morning on the first or i'm sorry the seventh that monday okay so, so quick weekend days. yep and that's, this episode will come up on the 15th so yeah so that's awesome so where did you guys stay um we were at the boardwalk this time okay you were at the so. boardwalk and so you picked boardwalk because of there was some events going on right that you were down there for yeah, we with the wine and dine races, I wanted to be able to have an easy spot to go cheer. We did the 5K as a family, but we wanted to be able to cheer for the other races. 
And also we like to be able to walk to Epcot in the studios, which you can't beat the location for there. So. And Jeff, yeah. do you all own at Boardwalk or were you able to get no. that at seven month window? That was a seven month window. And how hard was that to piece together? Was that the whole thing or? Yeah, we were able all in one shot, no wait list. I don't think even it was just that seven mm -hmm. month, I knew we were trying to get there. So I was right on when it opened and we've been fairly lucky getting that. So. That's great. Cool. I'm, I'm surprised you guys were able to get that at seven months, though, with the race weekend and everything else. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we go for the garden pool view, which is a few more points than some of the other ones. Um, but there's a lot more rooms in those categories we found. So we've been fairly lucky getting those over the years. And what is that room like? That was a studio room, you said? We did a studio, yep. And how is that sleeping situation? Is that one of the Murphy beds that comes out of the wall? Or is that a pool? Ah! What's that? It. It is um, one queen bed. It's got a pull-out couch um, for a bed, and it's got one of the little like dumbbell beds that's underneath the TV that pulls down. Got it. So it works out great for us. Awesome. All right. Yeah, I, I think you had the perfect spot for for cheering and for you know just the races, right? Walking into Epcot, uh, walking into Hollywood Studios. Oh, and and with wine and dine going on too. I mean, being able to walk into Epcot is the perfect place right. to be. Yeah, so Absolutely. so you did the five k and you stayed at Boardwalk. So how how does that work with a race morning? Get into the uh, to the whole area at the beginning. Do you take a bus still or buses. Just walk? Or? Yep, still you buses. They won't like let normal. you walk or take. No, the, I guess Skyliner wouldn't do it, but because no, you're on that other side. Buses. Okay, but no problems. So what? Which races all run through the Boardwalk? Is it just the ten k and the half? 10k and a half the 5k just looped around epcot um the 10k came towards epcot from hollywood studios and the half came from out of epcot through to the studios so i got to see runners going both ways which was nice kind of change it up a little bit both of them were around mile four and a half or so okay that's that's awesome that you were able to walk down there and cheer on everybody and and see all the lizards and everything else coming through um i know there's a lot of questions i see online and some of the run disney groups about you know, how do you go about finding a good spot to be a spectator? How early do you have to get through? Can you kind of walk us through some of that, I guess, process of finding a good spot to be um, so you can high five everybody coming through? We just knew that that's where on the course they come through there. So and it was so convenient for us to be down. I stood down by the Surrey bikes. Um, I posted online in the groups to let people know that that's where I'd be. So if they were looking for me as they were coming through, because in a sea of 20,000 people, it's kind of hard to pick out one runner if they're coming towards you, but if they know where I am, if they're looking for me, it's easier. Um, but it was nice in that area, especially because it's a little bit wider area and you can see the people coming. So it's. So is that your first time cheering for a race? It is. That is a different experience and yeah. was just as enjoyable as actually doing the race. That's interesting. So. Yeah, that, I bet it is. You, you get to see a lot of different things. Were you there from the very beginning when the first people came through? And I was. I was down there when the photo pass was setting up each morning, actually, because they had a photo pass on the boardwalk both ways. And Jeff, I, I heard you had a shout out from the Rise and Run podcast. They gave you a shout out on their latest uh, episode, being down there cheering everybody on. So, yeah, that was fun. I, I got to meet a lot of those guys when we were down there. So it was a good time. That's great. So, so go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I'd love to backtrack a little bit to Wednesday. So pre-race, if, if, um, if, so you all took the, one of the first flights out Wednesday morning? Yep. We were first flight out nonstop into Orlando, got in probably around 10 o'clock in the morning, um, got our bags, Ubered over to the boardwalk, dumped all of nice. our gear, 
you Ubered. That's how you chose to get over it. Cause I know that's a huge question with everybody now without um, mm -hmm. magical express anymore. What, what do you take the, the, what type form of transportation to get over to the resort? So you took an Uber. How was it getting your Uber? Did you have any problems? We ordered an Uber XL cause we had some extra luggage and there's three of us. I just didn't want to take a risk of having a small car pick us up. Um, the magical express replacements, I think they're $15 per person each way yeah. for three of us with the Uber XL. I think it was like $48 with tip and I didn't have to wait. They came right up and they took me directly to my resort. I yeah. can't think that that's not a better option for me at that time than it would have been paying $15 and waiting for multiple stops and the bus to fill up to go. So, yeah, I think you made the right decision. I mean, you, you kind of take yeah. ownership and empowerment of your own trips then have to wait for people to come, like you said, and fill up the bus. And then them. you never know, they may, go off to Animal Kingdom first or, you know, Animal Kingdom right. Lodge that is, and by the time they swing back to the boardwalk, you, you could be on that bus for extra an hour. Right. So when you checked into the boardwalk, was your room ready or did you just it have to not. No, we dropped our luggage. Um, mm -hmm. and then we took off to Epcot and started our trip from there. Great. Nice. So what did you... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think that's something that a lot of people maybe don't know about is just being able to drop your luggage at the resort just so you don't have to drag it around with you, that type of thing. You can go to the park or, you know, go go get something to eat, anything, um, and leave your luggage there and it'll be waiting for you when you get back. So, sorry, go ahead, Jody. No, I was I was just going to say, so you, you went off to Epcot. What was one of the kind of your highlights that day at Epcot? Because the Food and Wine Festival was going on, right? It was. Yep, it is. It is. Um, when we were sitting actually in Pittsburgh Airport, we were able to get a virtual queue for Guardians. I think we were group number two, which was called oh. sometime when we were in midair. Um, so, but we had an early boarding pass for that. Um one of Carly's former students is actually a cast member in the college program down there. And she had the day off. So she met up with us and we were able to get our boarding passes synced up together. So we all rode that first. Actually, stroll back. As soon as we walked in through the International Gateway, um, we got drinks at Rosen Crown and the Joffrey's Cart as we made our way towards Guardians. So we started a vacation very quickly there. Um, nice. Then Riley went straight to Connections or Creations, I'm sorry. And then started looking through the 40th anniversary merchandise, which that's her big draw for shopping. She enjoys the shopping of Disney. So we went that. We hit Guardian and just kind of went from there. Um, we met her. Like I said, we met her friend who is a cast member of Spaceship Earth. And um, we ended up going to Via Napoli for dinner, which I think was around 1230 or so. So as soon as we rode Guardians, we had to go back for dinner or for lunch. So. But so you said fun. that you get your your uh, boarding pass called while you're in the air, um, but you weren't able to get there whenever that was called. Has that ever been an issue, or it hasn't for us? Okay. Um, they've always said if, and actually, on this tr ride, the vehicle um, broke down just as it was pulling into the unloading area, so mm -hmm. that we actually had to do an evac from the ride. And which was good because I was kind of struggling coming off of that. Since we went straight there, I didn't have time to take my motion sickness meds and I was feeling it pretty good. So I sat on the little bench there. The cast member came over, asked if I was okay, made sure he wasn't going to have to clean up anything. And he said, you know, you don't have to ride this right away. We prefer you not if you go take motion sickness pills and then come back and see us about a half hour, 45 minutes later. It makes it more enjoyable for everybody. So... Mm -hmm. So but you yeah, got evac, and they gave you another another ride. Okay. They did, which I did not use. 
Okay. <laughs> no, the evac thing is actually kind of cool, though. I mean, I, I think probably more as somebody who's gone to Disney a bunch and doesn't mind a ride being cut short. It's fun because sometimes you get to see like, you know, the backstage backside of the um, of the ride. So that, I don't know. It's kind of cool. Did you get to see anything as you were walking out? Just empty hallways. Oh, just okay. nothing major. And actually, we were the we were done with the ride. We were getting ready to make the turn into the unloading area. So the ride was completely done, and they still gave us. Oh, that's, nice. That's perfect. And you, it's still, and you could have rolled it again, but you just chose not to. No, I, I'm a one and done a day on that one. Yeah, I'm. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff, I haven't been on it yet. How? I haven't either. Like, what what rides would you compare it to motion sickness wise? Like, is it is it like a Soren or um, teacups? Uh, yeah, or like, like <laughs> rock and roller teacups might be the worst thing ever. Yeah. If Rock and Roller Coaster and Mount Everest had a baby, it's the Guardians ride. Hmm. Rock and so, oh, gosh. See, I'm worse with like the screen stuff. I don't know. It, hmm. it, it does have screens. Okay. There are screens, but it's the 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 tight spins. It's a little bit of them. I, I do fine on Space Mountain. But it's the tight spins on this one with the screens, with going backwards a little bit, with the turning of the car. I can get about halfway through the ride and my head's down, just praying that it ends soon. Oh, nice. <laughs> what song did you have? Um, we had I Ran, I think, that time. So there's still two songs we've never gotten as many times that we've written it. We've never got Conga or and um, Disco Inferno. So Disco Inferno is a song? Nice. Dance, dance, dance. Me and a friend, when we were like in uh, in college, we had a bowling team, and and we went by the names Disco and Inferno. So that was that was fun. Wow! A little insight into the life that built this beautiful being before you. (laughs) (laughs) So, did you try any of the? uh, did they have any little like plates and stuff offerings at the festival that you got to try out that at, at Epcot? We didn't really the first day because we had such an early lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, Via Napoli has a lot of food that usually comes out with those. So the first day we kind of had just a few beverages as we were walking around. Um, had a lot of leftover pizza that we sent home with her former student to her roommates that she has. So they were all excited. And then... <laughs> um, just kind of wandered around the rest of Epcot. I think we rode Soren. We went and sat in the DVC lounge and kind of just, it was early morning. So kind of got off our feet for a little bit and relaxed a little bit in there. And then we weren't in Epcot probably till about four 30 or so that day. Just kind of, it was an early morning. I think we left our house at about two 30. Ooh. So. Yeah. I've never eaten up in Napoli. Um, it's pretty good. Maybe you should try it out. Huh. Yeah, they have great pieces. They really do. This is the really huge pizza, right? Like it's really long. And, okay. They have smaller ones too, but yes. Oh, okay. They do have the big ones. Nice. All right. Um. So that day, that was that was Wednesday. So the rest of the night, you said you just kind of relaxed. Um. Afterwards, we ended up going. We had an Ale and Compass dinner scheduled, but we didn't want that big of a meal afterwards. Um, so we were able on open table to get our reservation for Big River Grill, which is right below our room. So we went back. By that time, our room was ready. We got all of our luggage. We unpacked, um, met Carly's cousin and Cindy, um, our friend from Canada who was visiting. We met her and had dinner with them at Big River Grill. And that actually, that was very good. It was very reasonable priced. 
big portions. Um, had a lot of food left over from that that we took back up to the room. It's like I said, it's really close by to where we were. And Open Table had reservations. You can't make them on MDE at all. It's walk up only from MDE, but Open Table has them. Wow. And so that place is a place I've always walked by when we're on the boardwalk, but I've never gone in. Would you right. say, is it worth going back? I would eat there again, um, just for, it's a, like I said, it's a lot cheaper meal than some of the other things. And it was good food. It's it's kind of like a Disney's version of Applebee's. So. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Feeling good in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> You're not helping it compared to Applebee's. So, okay. So Thursday now, that was the day of the expo, correct? In the morning? It is. is that, okay. So this year they put in the virtual queue starting with, I think this weekend or the, the, the uh, weekend you were there. Um, how did that work out for you? Did you use the virtual queue? We did. We had no problems. Um, we were very lucky. We got group number two. So it's just like going to the guardians ride. You're pulling down, refresh and refresh, hit the button. As soon as it opens, boom, you're in. Um, it said that the return time is going to be about nine 30, nine 45. Um, if you were listening to a released a quacking episode from a couple of days ago, um, the buses did not start leaving the boardwalk until about 930. So we knew that wasn't going to work. So we grabbed a quick breakfast at Bellevue Lounge and hopped an Uber and just had them drop us off. We wanted to kind of explore the area a little bit and see the changes around wide world of sports anyway. Mm -hmm. So we kind of wandered around there. By that point, the platinum and gold members of Club Run Disney were already going into the merch line. So we just kind of wandered around the outside a little bit before we went in. Yeah. Awesome. So did they have all the switchbacks and everything like they have in the past or was it? No. Um, Cause that room is painful. Oh. Not to that extent. Um, my only previous experience was dopey 22 yeah. and that we met Jody in line there whenever we were going through as it lined around the building. And I think halfway back to the airport and yeah. then that switchbacks before you get to the opening and then you go into the building you go around the hallway into the giant room with even more switchbacks. That's um, the most painful room in the world. Right. When we went in, like I said, we were there early. We were group two. Um, we went in actually as you're going up the ramp towards the other buildings where you pick up your bibs. Mm -hmm. And they peeled us off to the right-hand side. And we walked down into the building. Um, they scanned our magic bands like they do with the virtual cues to make sure we have. Um, actually, no, I'm sorry. There's a, a QR code that popped up on the screen that they scanned that. And then we were let right in. Riley handled all of that. So I didn't see it. She just kind of took off from us. Um, mm -hmm. We went into that room where they had the switchbacks. It was set up, but they weren't letting that many people in. So even just the one side was only about a quarter full. So, you know, um, I'm, I'm very interested in that, Jeff. Uh, so unlike Guardians, so Guardians, you have you were able to get it from the airport uh, to fly in. They said right. for for, you know, for the expo you have to be 45 minutes of miles what was the thing they said when i was reading 45 the, miles is what they said from, i wonder how they geofence that to keep it 45 miles there but they don't do it for guardians uh or some of the other things it's very interesting yeah. to me were you able to figure out talk to a cast member about that i'm standing there that i wanted to talk to just to find out where we need to line up for the virtual queue areas and he said that um, he showed me where the entrance and stuff's going to be this year because it's not down the bottom, it's top of the hill. And I started and talked to him for about 10, 15 minutes. He asked what my thoughts were for the virtual queue. I said it worked out good for me. I can see where it could be problems because of um, the location of people are flying in and not being getting there and planning days. And he was making notes for stuff I was talking about. And 
he said, we're getting feedback from people. And this is actually, he was one of the leads on this project for this. So mm-hmm. there's a good person that I randomly walked up to, to kind of talk to about it. And so yeah. that might be something they tweak for the marathon. Who knows? But we had a good conversation for probably about 10 minutes about my thoughts and experiences with it. So. And what time did the queue open up? Did it open up at seven to get in? Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Yeah, I, I could. Yeah, because if you say if you catch a flight and you're gonna land at nine, right? So you can yeah. technically make it if you can get in and, and get it early. But if you can't get it till you get within forty five miles of Disney, then heck, you might not get one till to twelve o'clock or one o'clock return time, right? But so I have I the ability to select other people in my friends and family. So if I know you're landing by nine, mm-hmm. I can make I can add you to my group at seven thirty whenever I do it. Interesting. Oh, interesting. That's really good to know. That is good to know. Hmm. <laughs> we may have to get a lot there. of people added to your uh, your group. Uh, yeah. the... I will be making new friends every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. So so you went to the expo. How is the merchandise? Um, in terms of just variety and things like that. Did you, did you think they did a good job of having a wide array of stuff to buy? We did. Um, when they did the merch drop here um, a couple of days before the race, Riley looked at it and it's like, she wasn't really impressed with the stuff specifically, but once she got in there, she saw the event specific, not just a race specific, but the wine and dine general merch. Um, she really enjoyed all of that. Um, she liked the general run Disney stuff. Since we only did the 5k, we didn't have to worry about doing the other races and stuff and grabbing stuff all that but she liked the pins she liked the shirts um we spent way more than what she anticipated buying there but again that's kind of her thing she enjoys doing so but and since we were in so early plenty of sizes everything was fully stocked any size that you could want need so there's actually a video if you scroll back through the ducks facebook page or group um you'll see me kind of walking around showing the merch and stuff that's out there so but cool all right so Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I remember last year um, at Marathon Weekend, we were just kind of grabbing stuff and putting it in a pile and then going through it all because it was almost, I don't want to say panicky, but we were trying to figure out size. Like, so you would grab a small, a medium, and a large just to have them. And then you'd try them, you know, there's no place to try anything on. So you just kind of throw it on over there. And, and what did you feel like that was, you know, as chaotic? No, not even. We were in so early in the groups and that may be an issue later in the day. But when we went in, there were so few people in there already. There was probably 10 people ahead of us in line by the time because they called groups one through five all at the same time. Hmm. So there might have been 10 people ahead of us in line. We were able to walk through, get what we wanted, took our time and had no problems with it. Oh, and did they do the um, the virtual um, checkout bag like they do? at? That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's something that that I really took advantage of this past year, and I, I'm glad they're continuing that on. That's really helpful. Yep, mobile checkout, and your discounts are already added in there, just like they would be for anything else. So that's great. That's great. Yeah, that saves a lot of time, and I'm sure it saves Disney quite a bit of money too, without having to uh, have oh, all the cashiers. Sure. All right, so we've got our merch, we've got our uh, our bibs and everything. What did you guys do after um, the expo on Thursday? We went up, we picked up our bibs. Um, that was at the top of the hill where they normally are on the floor that next arena building. Um, the lines for that, for the 5K were very long. Um, hmm. A lot of people not having their waivers and everything with that. It went smooth, but it took a little bit of time. But we picked up our bibs and then we went to the main expo building where all the vendors and stuff are. 
and walk through there to get our shirts, which are in the far back. So you have to walk through all the vendors and everything before you can get to your shirts and picked up our shirts. We wandered through the rest of that expo. Um, got a few things here and there, met and talked with Jeff Galloway for a few minutes and got a picture there. And that was pretty much the, most of the expo day. Okay. Did you guys go to any parks or anything after that? Afterwards, we went to Hollywood Studios. Um, Riley's main focus for that was riding Tower of Terror. And that was the only day we had in the studios. So we actually just walked in, walked down, got in line for Tower of Terror. One of the elevators were down, so it took a little longer than normal. And then we had um, dinner reservations in the Springs later that afternoon. So um, we probably left the expo about 12-ish by the time we did everything. Dropped off our bags and stuff in the room, walked to Hollywood Studios and rode one ride and left. All right. Well, at least it was the ride that Riley wanted to go on because uh, right. that, that's important. I mean, if you're you're going in there, you might as well get the one you want. Yep. Um, and Tower of Terror is just amazing. Yes. You'll okay, find so out, Kevin, in January. Oh, you're scared. <laughs> I'm scared already. <laughs> um, okay. So now that the expo's over, you went to the park. What time did you head back to the room? Because I know you got a, a pretty early alarm set for the next morning, right? Actually, we stayed up later than we probably should have that night. Um, we had some friends that were coming in for the race weekend that we met them at the Springs. And we had dinner about 4.30 at Paddlefish, which oh, was nice. one of our newer favorite restaurants that we've been to the last couple of trips. Um, that was hey, their what first did you trip. Yeah, what I need to know all the food stuff. I had the shrimp and grits. Riley had the mahi. And Carly had the um, fried green tomatoes. What did so, you think? Fantastic, just like last time. So How very, was the very mahi? Good. Is it pretty good? Yeah, Riley really enjoyed it. So it's a big piece, and she couldn't finish it all. And it was a good meal. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And then we went and, and, and I, I'm sorry. If I, could, if I can put a plug in, uh, Jeff mentioned that he really enjoyed Paddlefish as one of their new favorites. There is a... Uh, cheese and crackers on a YouTube site when the uh, review actually um, paddlefish if you guys want to take a listen to it or a watch uh, feel free and that's one you can always get into there's never a wait there it's always available it, it, it's it's a hidden gem for us I think it's good to know yeah I'm gonna have to try that we've never gone there for whatever reason I've never been we there had either. I love seafood huh. so. yep so Are we you? ended up getting cookies and we we're standing in um front of wine bar george talking to one of our friends and they were talking about phantasmic opening that was the opening night for phantasmic and carly is not a big fan of crowds or phantasmic so she went back to the room me and riley caught an uber over this is about probably 6 30 or so and um they were already lined up all the way down to the front entrance for the second show but there were signs that said there's limited seating for the first show if you're interested so we took off and got in line for that and we were in the far back left-hand corner of the building or the arena, but we got to see the first show of Fantasmic whenever it reopened, and so that was pretty neat. Which didn't let out till a lot later than we probably should have on a race morning. But how was the crowd with that? Was the crowd really enthusiastic and excited were. as Fantasmic was back? Very much so. They were excited. They cheered for the scenes, the new scenes that came through, the changes. It was very loud. It was a lot of energy there for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, that's got to be so cool for the cast members too to hear that, oh, yeah. like how much people love it and everything else. That's that's got to right. be awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a good one for sure. 
Okay, so you get back to the hotel room. What time are you guys planning on getting up uh, for the race on Friday? About 2. Um, I think Carly and Riley hey, were up. This is a.m., right? Yeah, 2 a.m. Oh, I think Carly and Roddy got up about 1.30. I slept in until about 2. And we were oh, down for the first bus probably about 10 till 3. So right, you caught so a flight at 2. You, went, you left to get on a flight at 2 in the morning. And then the next day you had a little bit. And then you had to get up at 1.32 again. Right. Yeah. Oh. So, Jeff, let me ask you this. What time did you go to bed that the, the night after Fantasmic? 9.30, 10 o'clock. Okay. Oh, so, you, so you missed them. I, so I stayed at the boardwalk previously for the springtime surprise, and I called myself getting, you know, being good and went to bed at eight o'clock. And at nine o'clock, I jumped up. I was like, what is that? It's the fireworks. So you, so that's the one thing about being on the boardwalk. It's excellent. It's close by, but you will hear the fireworks. So if you're a light sleeper, that it will get you up. We actually watched them as we were walking back. We watched the fireworks as we were walking back from Hollywood Studios towards the room. We could see them over the top of the buildings from Harmonious. That's cool. That's really cool. All right. So now I'm excited to hear about the next day. So Friday is 5K day, right? And this is right. this is what you guys are doing together, but you're not doing any other races? Correct. Okay. Yep. So Friday morning, what are, you, what are you wearing, Jeff? I mean, what are you putting on Friday morning um, to go run this race? We did. A, we were going to do three caballeros, but that just didn't really pan out the way Riley envisioned. So we pivoted last minute, and we ended up going with. Um, she was Alice in Wonderland. I was Tweedledee, and Carly was Tweedledum. So we were the Tweedles, and um, would have thought those two would be opposite. People would think that, but really, no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and, and your costumes looked awesome. I thought it turned out really cool. It did. Um, it did. Really cool. So yeah, so I think everybody listening, go back to the uh, the Ducks group and look for the picture of Jeff, Carly, and Riley because um, they look pretty awesome. Yeah. And it's always fun to have a family costume, right? A family yep. theme type of thing. Um, okay, so you're heading to the race now. You've got your costumes on and um, you want to go through the process. I, th I think we've talked about it a bit with some of the marathon recaps and stuff, but just kind of walk us through, I guess, uh, leading up to the start. Just We went through um, first bus around three. We got over there, went through security. We went right over the line for, they had a few of the characters out for early morning pictures. Um, mm -hmm. Panchito had a very small lines and he's not one that typically just stands out and about. So we went and got a picture with him. And then most of the time Russ was just visiting with friends for the next probably hour, hour and a half. Um, we saw some of our friends from Rise and Run that were standing there doing meet and greets. We saw our friends from the Lizards that we sat and talked to for a little bit and had pictures with. And then um, headed to the corrals and went through. We were corral A. Um, they clearly saw how fast we were and how fast we planned to run the race. Nice. So we were <laughs> way over place of where we should have been. But it gave us a lot more time and limited characters and limited time with the characters whenever we got there so that's awesome um, so yeah you got to start really early and stayed ahead of the balloon ladies no Great. balloon ladies on the 5k so oh that's there pretty aren't? much just, okay. nope that's just go at your own pace pretty much how was, nice. uh, how was the weather it was nice it was no problems no rain no anything it was decent temperatures and no issues at all what I think is interesting about the 5K for wine and dine is you start in the dark and you end in the dark. You know, you're, mm -hmm. you're really, you're not in the light at all. Um, so that's something to consider both with your costumes um, and, and photograph 
you know, photo pass photographers because it's dark stuff is not going to show up very well. Yep. So how was the race? Any, any cool characters out on the course? Um, Olaf was out there. Duffy was out there. We got a picture with Duffy. We skipped Remy and Emil. Um, There's a pretty long line for them, and there wasn't just a draw to us. Donald was out there, so we got a picture with Donald. I think that was the only four for the 5K that were out there. I good. had no I mean, idea they had Duffy in um, in the U.S. parks in character like that. Yep. That's, that's awesome. I've never seen him out on a, a race course or anything down there. I haven't either. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one. That line, he Duffy was in Italy, I think, and the line wasn't too bad for that one. It maybe seven, eight, ten minutes before oh, we got okay. through the line to get pictures, so it wasn't bad. Yeah. So, did you have an idea of which ones were there before you went, or did you just kind of pass them and then turn around and go back? Um, the nice thing with a lot of the character stops this year that we noticed was the line started past the characters. I know in okay. January that oh, the line okay. started before the characters, yeah. so. You would see the line. You know, there's a character stop coming up, but you see, oh, I want a picture. Then you have to double back. Yeah. This one, you actually got to the character, and the line was beyond it. So you come back through, and then just loop back around. Because that that's is smart. That's very smart because it, it's actually really dangerous when you're running in the dark and then the lights are shining in your eyes and people are. You look up and somebody's running the opposite direction. That that's recipe for disaster. Yeah, and, and, and really sometimes you, you turn because you're excited. You finally saw who the character is, and so you turn, and then there's someone coming right at you, and you smack into each other. No one's doing it on purpose, but it's right. uh, I, I've, I've always thought there had to be a better way to do that. So that's, that's really smart. I will say as a little tip, um, most of my 5K photos from last year did not turn out um, at all. It was just too dark. So... Um, and we were we were with other friends and so i don't know if it's because we were half on one side of the photo and half on the other and maybe if it was just one group we would have been better better photograph but we waited in line for forever for like pinocchio and abu and neither one of the pictures turned out so that was kind of a bummer so um just something to remember when it's dark out you know those those photograph photographers have their work cut out for them yeah okay so you Ran the 5K, and about how long did the race take you guys? <laughs> we were just under 90 minutes, so perfect. So like, you really 10, enjoyed yourself. 10, 15 seconds under 90 minutes, yeah. We, we were speed demons. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. That's why I wanted to ask. I mean, I, I knew how long it took you guys, but I think it's a good thing to mention is that you don't have to be fast to run the Disney races. You know, no. cause I think, I mean, I know I was nervous going into the 5K the first time I ran it at um, Princess Weekend thinking like oh man i don't know what i'm gonna do I, i'm not fast or anything and um yeah it was just a good time so i hope that doesn't deter anybody if you're gonna walk the whole thing I, just go out there and enjoy it it's just so fun yep. to be around so many people walking through the parks early yeah man. i'm gonna be honest with you man i think you went a little too fast i was hoping that you'll be around two hours you know 30 <laughs> <laughs> especially starting from crow a i would have had the time to do it easily yeah Oh, man. All right. So um, post-race, I assume you went back to the hotel and that type of thing. What did you guys do the rest of the day? Post-race after that one, we ended up going back, changing clothes real quick. And then we went to Ailing Compass for breakfast. Um, so that's kind of a given whenever we're staying in that area. Now on, we got to go to Ailing Compass. And actually, that was my 60-day dining window for marathon weekend. So we were fighting with their system, trying to get reservations and the system wouldn't load. So we ended up having to wait till seven o'clock and calling. So I'm sitting 
making dining reservations while we're eating breakfast. <laughs> but after that, we went into Epcot, and that's when we kind of just explored the food booths a little bit. And um, there's not a whole lot that I tend to grab on those. I, I, I would grab little things here and there, but I just like walking around and looking at all the different things more so than trying a bunch of different things. So, but um, so, halfway through the Epcot, I'm sorry, John, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. John. About halfway through the day at Epcot, Carly and I decided to swap out with Rye and go take naps back in the room, which is nice when you're at the boardwalk. So you can just kind of walk back to your room. Um, so we each had some alone time with Rye in the afternoon for about an hour, hour and a half to kind of go do some stuff. And then we met back up for um, dinner. Actually, that night we met up. Oh, we took the Uber over to um, Port Orleans French Quarter. We met some friends there, and we ended up going to Scat Cat's Lounge, ordered some beignets, had a few mm -hmm. drinks, and watched the band play in the lounge, which was really fun. That's one of those underrated activities at Disney, is going to the lounges and seeing some of the music, or, mm -hmm. you know, Yeehaw Bob's back, right, over at uh, Riverside. I think so. Yeah. Just stuff like that is so fun and cheap, which is nice for uh, <laughs> a little bit of a break. <laughs> Yeah, the drink the drinks aren't cheap. Tim and I went to that lounge uh, this summer, and oddly enough, it wasn't a jazz band playing. Um, they really? were good. It was a nice musical group, but they they did not play any jazz numbers. So that was oh. really like, oh, this is not quite what we anticipated. Uh, the, the, nice, nice band, but not um, not jazzy. So. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, they played a lot of jazz music. They played some contemporary stuff that they jazzed up. And then they throw in some classic Disney music that they jazzed up. So it was pretty good. We enjoyed it a lot. That's awesome. Cool. All right. So um, let's see this. We just talked through Friday. Friday. Yep. All right. So Saturday, what were your plans for the day? What did, what did you end up doing? Saturday morning, I got up early and went down for a cheer squad. Um, I was down by five o'clock down to the Surrey bikes and stood and cheered on the runners as they came through. Um, we were, like I said, we we're about mile four there, four and a half. So the runners didn't get there until probably about 5.15, 5.30 from the time they started and came through. Wait, they um, were, wait, wait, wait. You were mile four and the race starts at five and people were there at 5.15 already in the morning? Um, the Probably the Royal Disney people because they start a little, just a little early. And actually the lead runner had almost a two minute lead over the second place runner as he came through. There was a huge wow. gap. They were flying. Wow. So crazy. That's for the 10K, right? That was for the 10K. Wow. So we stood and cheered down there. Um, Riley and Carly joined me towards the end of it as they finished getting ready. And then we took off to Magic Kingdom for the day. Fun. And how so, was transportation that day since there was a race going on? Was it, oh, yeah. how does it impact you at all? No impact at all. Um, we got a bus over. We were one of the first ones over to Magic Kingdom. And um, actually, we got to talk to somebody on the bus who was asking about. I had one of the Disney with the duck shirts on and he was asking about it and um, giving one of our cards. So if he's listening, thank you. The gentleman who was on the bus on the way to magic kingdom. So it was fun talking with him. And actually I saw him during the half as he ran past, he came back and came over and told me that he was downloading the episode. So that was kind of fun. Oh, cool. That's fun. Jeff, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's right? Always selling. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we get to magic kingdom, um, Carly does not like rope drop. Um, Riley and I enjoy rope drop. So whenever they let us in, we 
took off to the right and Carly took her time walking through the shops and doing things. Um, Christmas is already decked out in Magic Kingdom. Riley right. and I ignored all the decorations and went straight to Space Mountain. So we could be one of the first ones on Space <laughs> Not Mountain. Not looking at the decorations. <laughs> Not enough, no time. So. Well, and also I think but. your lack of soul and your bah humbugging in general um, <laughs> definitely takes away the joy of Christmas decorations for you anyway. So it, it, A little bit it does. <laughs> All right. So that's good to know, though, that, that beginning of November, they already had I saw the tree up in your pictures. And like you said, the stuff down yeah. Main Street. Yeah. So for for people who don't have time available around Christmas, um, you want to experience that at Disney. You can go down in early November and and have a lot of fun down there seeing all that and getting the Christmas. It started. It's early. not off everywhere, but yeah, it, it's, I it's think there, a lot of the resorts and stuff, it's starting to go up, you know, yeah. around Thanksgiving. But. Yeah, it's it's a good time to still go and get some of the the Christmas magic too. Okay, sorry, I derailed us there. We can get this back on on the. Uh... Oh dang it! I was gonna say that. Oh, we can get this back on the Pacific Carolwood track. Get this train back <laughs> on the track. I don't know. I was going for something there. It clearly didn't work. It's okay. um. All right, so Space Mountain, we got to ride that. Where are you guys going next? Are you going to? Um, are you staying in the Magic Kingdom Park for the day? Did you have lunch? Breakfast, we were in Magic Kingdom. We hit the highlights. Um, we did Jungle Cruise, which actually the Jingle Cruise overlay is already up. Um, so we did Jingle Cruise. We did Pirates. Both of those were walk-on. Um, Splash Mountain had about a five-minute line, so we went right on that. Um, then we went and got some breakfast. Um, Carly got the Sleepy Hollow waffle, Nutella waffle with fruit. I went up to the Friars Nook and picked up uh, tater tots with sausage gravy on it. So we got hmm. breakfast, um, went over to um, Haunted Mansion, which had a little bit longer line, but that's okay because a rainstorm came through us. We were waiting in there. We were underneath cover, so we were fine. Rode Haunted Mansion, did Ariel, came back down through to um, People Mover, and um, headed on out of the park. So they hit some shopping. I picked up Mr. Toad Bucket, and that was about it Thank for Magic you. Kingdom. So, it, Jeff, it sounds like you guys got in a lot of rides during the day we there. Did. So, how, how was the crowd level? Because it's kind of an odd um, time to go, but there's a race. and It wasn't bad first thing in the morning. Um, if you get there right at rope drop, you can get a lot of stuff knocked out before the crowds start coming in. Um, we mobile ordered a popcorn bucket, and we got that taken care of. I picked that up while they hit some shops. We got a picture in front of the Christmas tree, and we were out probably by 12, 1230, and had knocked out probably seven or eight major attractions wow. going through. So that's and pretty no good. Plus. Really good. No, no genie plus. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Good job. Going yeah. commando for you. there really uh, kind of helped out. Is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, okay. So it was an early day from magic kingdom. Um, did you go back to the hotel and, and hang out at the boardwalk or would, would you do the rest of the time? We did not. We went over to the poly for lunch. We enjoy lunch at captain cook's. Um, so we went over there for lunch and at that time they were starting to line up for Trader Sam's. So, um, Trader Sam's, I think opened at three at two o'clock. Um, they start taking names for the people who are in line for the virtual queue for that. And then they'll start calling you when they open at three. So we didn't make the first cut of the full opening of it. We were like two people ahead of us said, this is when it caps out. So we kind of had to stand around and wait until somebody left. Probably it's three thirty, quarter to four before we got let in, and that was our first experience with Trader Sam's too, which was pretty neat. 
It's fun. Yeah. It's it's a really cool little place. It I is. wish it was bigger though, because yeah, right? weight can kill you. Oh, what what drink did you get? Um, I had a zombie. Um, Riley had something non-alcoholic. I can't remember what she had. Um, not sure what Carly had either. She, we we got two we got two keepsake mugs, um, the zombie one and one other one. I don't remember what Carly had ordered, but it, all the keepsake drinks that you order, something special happens, and this it's pretty neat. So mm-hmm. if you take a chance to go do it, enjoy it. They're a little bit pricey drinks comparatively to some of the other ones, but it's a neat experience to do once. Has anyone ever had the food there? They have food there? They have food there? Yeah. Well, they did mm-hmm. pre-COVID. I don't, I mean, I'm guessing mm-hmm. that they still do. So um, my friend Andrew, um, when, Tim and I met him um, at Trader Sam's a couple of years ago, and he um he and his partner both had food there that looked delicious, like dumplings and uh, like, it kind of looked like maybe food from Kona or Ohana. I don't know. Um, Looked really good. So I just don't know if anyone has ever had, had the food there. No, we just had lunch. So I never even looked past the drinks to even see what else they had. So. No, never had it, but you probably, you're onto it, Jody. They probably get it from the same kitchen, uh, probably Captain Cook's. And I think that's one of the, you know, top tier, to me, quick service in uh, in any resorts. I love Captain Cooks. What, what did you get, Jeff? At Captain Cooks. At Captain Cooks, um, I just had I split some of the Riley's chicken fingers and fries. Carly had the um, noodles and vegetables and stuff like that. So, okay. yeah, they they do have really good food there, though. I oh, mean, oh, the nachos are fantastic there, and you you can get Tonga toast there. So if you don't mm-hmm. want to go up to mm-hmm for breakfast or you can actually get it because that's where we always go to get tonga toast or as my son calls it banana toast so um yep. yeah it's, it's yeah. much cheaper <laughs> yeah. yeah and i i think it's another thing like lonnie mentioned um with trader sam's where it is probably made in the same place yeah as the kona one so yep. yeah and then they obviously have the best uh quick service food in any anywhere in walt disney world of the thai meatballs so those are delicious. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm getting hungry again. Uh, so, <laughs> so after after you went into Trader Sam's, where are we going next? What's we next hopped the bus trip? over to Animal Kingdom. Riley wanted to ride Everest, and um, clearly that's a great attraction that Jody doesn't get to ride often enough. So it's not one that I really cared to do much this trip. So while they took off to Everest, I went over and put our name in for Nomad Lounge. Um, which had about a 45 minute wait or so and went to, we had dinner at Nomad Lounge, had drinks. I had the lobster mac and cheese, Riley had steak skewers with um, plantains, I think. Mm -hmm. And Riley or Carly had impossible burgers, um, sliders. So it was a very good meal, had a couple drinks and sat there for a few, probably half hour, 45 minutes and walked out in the evening as everything was closing up for Animal Kingdom. That place is really one of the best places to go. I think it's one, it might be my favorite lounge on property. They have such good food and great, creative, fun drinks. So, yeah, yes, that's, that's a good I place. Two lounges in one day, Jeff. That's right. Sick. Right. With a 15 year old. With a 15 year old. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that is pretty. That's a good day. You go, right. You're going to those two, those two specifically. Especially yeah. if you go there, that's that's a great, great afternoon, morning and afternoon. Absolutely. Um, okay, so uh, what about the rest of the night? 
that was it for that night. We called it a night, went back because we had another early morning for cheering and packing up and everything because we fly home on Sunday. So, Okay. So Sunday morning, then you wake up, you said you're flying out that night. Um, and you, same, same thing as Saturday, you went down to cheer early, caught, caught most of the racers coming through. Yep. Um, I was there from the lead bikes to the balloon ladies for that one. Wow. So, wow. You just hit the medal for that. That's a long, <laughs> yeah. It, it was great to watch. It, it is definitely an experience different from running and participating in the races. I enjoyed it almost as much as doing that. Just seeing everybody come through, recognizing some people that I know as they come running through, being able to give high fives and shout encouragement through all the costumes. Cause you see all the costumes this way versus just what's mm -hmm. around you. But it was, it was a great time doing the cheering. If you had to do one thing differently as a cheer, uh, what would you do differently? Um, I probably would have made a sign of some sort. So I just didn't have the materials or the time or the creativity to do so. Um, but, I've heard people say, uh, bring some sort of chair to sit in, uh, that it gets, gets long standing there. It, it was, we were, we were there for probably a good 90 minutes or so, but that's time on feet training for dopey for me. So I, that was no problems. That's a good way to look at it. Nope. Yeah, so how long did it, from the first to the last, you said 90 minutes? It's probably about 90 minutes from the okay. first runners to the last runners coming through. Maybe a little longer even. Um, That's interesting. And you were mile, what did you say, about four? Probably about four and a half to five, somewhere in there. For the full or for the half? For the half, yep. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, it does sound like, I mean, from everything you've said and, and the videos we've seen and stuff, it, it looks like it would be really fun to cheer for one of those runs. Yep. I just have such a hard time waking up that early, even when I'm running that day <laughs> to not be yeah. running. That's that's that you need a medal for, for that too. <laughs> just getting out of bed. Right. Um, but no, that's awesome. And, and as a runner, it's always fun to get that support, especially when it it's really somebody is. you know. So that's really, really cool. Is. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right. So then you said you're flying home that day, right? Yep. So after that, we went up to the room, we packed up everything, took it down to bell services, checked out of the room, walked over to Epcot, um, Road Guardians again, because um, we had our virtual queues that we got in the morning. No issues there again. Um, Road Guardians. Roddy wanted a henna tattoo in the Morocco Pavilion. They had a lounge set up like they used to have an Akershush here for the spring festivals. Um, they were doing free snacks and drinks and free henna tattoos. So she wanted to get a henna tattoo. They were also passing out bracelets for the Boys to Men concert who were there over the weekend, um, which we did not get. But we did see them for a few minutes as they were singing. Um, so we stood there for a little bit, um, went to the DVC lounge again just to kind of relax and get off our feet since we've been up since five o'clock in the morning. Um, met up with our friends Craig and his family and daughter and wife and um, one of their friends as they were getting ready to go out on a cruise and got to talk to them for a little bit, the Regal Eagle, and wandered around the parks and got ready to head back to the boardwalk and catch an Uber. Wow. That, yeah, it sounds like a very action-packed trip, and you were able to sneak in some downtime at night, but it seemed like you guys got so much done. We had almost 70 walking miles in wow. miles from Wednesday oh. to Sunday. It was wow. just under 70 miles. Wow. That's, that's helping dopey. you with that dopey training, too. For sure. Very much so. That was yeah. a, lot of, a lot of walking. That's, that's great. But All right. The big so, part of it was getting to see the friends. I mean, we rode some rides. We hit some of the highlights that we wanted to do. 
but even though we weren't running the races, we got to see so many people that we haven't seen and got to talk to and have dinner with and meet up with. And th that was the highlight for me for the whole trip was getting to see so many people that we haven't seen in a while. That's great. Yeah. And I think a lot of those run, especially the run Disney trips um, turn out like that. It's, it's just fun to yeah. see so many people, you know, coming together and man, just celebrating and in, in general, all the accomplishments that everybody trained for. Yep. So, yeah. That's pretty awesome. All right. Well, sounds like you had an awesome trip and I was super jealous seeing all the pictures. And um, for anybody who's listening that wants to kind of follow, go back and, and follow through the trip that Jeff walked us through, um, there's a lot of pictures and live videos and stuff. Well, they're not live anymore, but videos on our <laughs> Disney with the Ducks Facebook group, which you should go join as well. Um, it's just Disney with the Ducks and then you can uh, can join in on the fun with the rest of our flock. Um, we also, if you could please pause this right now before you start laughing too hard that you forget um, and go and give us a five-star review on whatever your podcatcher of choice is. That'll help other people find us, push us up there in that algorithm and, um, you know, give us some more exposure to uh, make even more people laugh so hard at our next segment, um, with which is quacking up with the ducks. So I hope everybody has has a great joke picked out. Jeff, I really want to hear hear what you have since uh, you've done a lot of talking already. Might as well keep going. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Lonnie had to jump off here because he was having some dog issues this evening. But he left his joke with us before he left. So I'll give you Lonnie's first. How can you distinguish a dogwood tree from the other trees? By its bark. <laughs> appropriate since his dog's uh, working. Yeah. Right? Definitely appropriate. Oh boy. So. But my joke was submitted by one of my friends, Angela. Um, she says, What do you call a magician who lost its magic? Ian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Jody. Are you well, going to Since we were talking about Thanksgiving and um, food, I'm sticking with the Thanksgiving theme. So, who isn't hungry at Thanksgiving? Who? I know I'm not after I'm done eating my carbo bowl. <laughs> the turkey, because he's already stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not dressed. Not dressed. I learned that tonight. Um, <laughs> it was a good one. I might actually yeah. use that at my family Thanksgiving. All right, um, Kevin, what about you? I don't really have one, but you know, a few days ago, our house got broken into. They stole all of our lamps. You know, I should be really upset about that, but I'm delighted. <laughs> oh, man, that was good. Um, yeah, and speaking of Thanksgiving, another food, you know, there's been a lot of food jokes flying around, and I'm really just sick of hearing German sausage jokes. <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> oh gosh you guys laugh. always like scary when you start a joke starting with german sausage john it can go a lot of directions especially with john well yeah um yeah. no i i can i it could go a lot of directions i go generally one direction and i was able to veer myself away from i had my finger in the mute button just in case <laughs> the quack button quack quack right <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right well thank you everybody for listening as we mentioned at the beginning this is the 40th episode so we've had a lot of people with us since the beginning and just thank you guys so much um then that last thing really to say is quaharini thanks a lot everybody thank thanks, you guys.
Appreciate it. Uh, so I've been I've been doing a lot of food research recently. <laughs> now look, now hear me out. Hear like me taste out. Taste testing. Like V-necks. I can't wear them. It's I got a little too much chest hair. Like not enough to be <laughs> like, to real, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, not enough to be real manly. But like little, little guys poking out saying hi. Uh, so I just can't wear V-necks. Plus, I mean, you gotta you gotta fluff them up, man. Get a pick and fluff it up. So it'd be like this little bush right here. Get, get hair plug for men for my seven <laughs> chest hairs. <laughs> Yeah, because did you? I feel like you did like all those things about those things I know nothing about. Um, what oh, was that? MCU or MUC or whatever those things were. <laughs> MCU. Yeah, I really tried to listen to that episode. I'm like, I have no idea what they're talking about. That was time. actually a, a pretty fun one there. That oh, one you all were great. I had no clue. <laughs> I was lost. Uh, we're typically addressing uh, people because we don't stick anything inside of the bird just because of our food allergies. And all. <laughs> we're more of addressing people because uh, we don't we don't stick it inside the bird. <laughs> I mean, the instances of you know bird violation on this holiday is it goes through the roof. It just does. Uh, that's the bad okay. thing about this holiday.